Children are apt to live up to what you believe of them. Lady Bird. Larry Bird? Is that what? I, it's Lady Bird Johnson. Oh, la- I, you, you can't oh, do that. I was thinking of the parenting tips we get from Larry Bird. That could be our next series. That's a whole podcast spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what? <laughs> the way you do Lord of the Rings, I kind of interject some Larry Bird stuff from time to time. Sorry about that, everybody. We're going to get back right here. We're doing a, a four- Part parenting series <laughs> to lead your kids in the Lord, not in Larry, in the Lord. Part one was love the Lord your God. <laughs> We're struggling. <laughs> but it's, part two is teach them every chance you get. So we're going to take a much-needed musical interlude. <laughs> so we can get ourselves together. I'm just imagining Larry Bird wearing like Mr. Rogers attire, and he's like, "All right, kids, today we're gonna learn about you." Maybe the Gosh. Mr. Rogers sweater and the old Celtic short shorts. There you go. Oh, that is uncomfortable. That that imagery is is we we. Got, I, I'm Taylor. I'm Brian, and this is the Echo Podcast, where we are looking for truth in the noise. All right, are we good? I apologize. I, I, I forgive you. The I'll, giggles are all out. We got it. I'll be on my best behavior. That's all I ask, Brad. That's all <laughs> I ask. So we're in Deuteronomy chapter 6, which most people wouldn't think is the place to start with lessons for parenting. And yet, as we saw in the last episode, it actually is. If you want your kids to follow Christ, you should probably be following Christ. Today is part two. Teach them every chance you get. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9. Wow, a lot of intentionality in this passage. Yeah. In other words, teach your kids every chance you get. Even if they roll their eyes... Even if they sigh, even if they're really not there no, no, on purpose, mm-hmm. teach them. Yeah, I love that God answers our question before we before it can escape our lips. Like, when am I supposed to teach them, Lord? Before we can even ask, he says, teach them all the time. When you get up, when you go to bed, and all those times in between. And I think that means some structured, intentional times to teach, but also you're just looking for those moments. Right. You know, when you're taking your kids to school, when you're sitting around, when you're talking about the events of the day, to look for moments to teach them uh, about the Lord. We love family walks in, in, in my household. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't always get to go together, but whenever we have one or two of our children with us, we love to go to the Ray Harrell Nature Park. It is mm. beautiful. It's safe. It's fantastic. And we pause and we listen and we look around and we talk about God's creation and how he speaks to us. And we will sing and we will pray. I have younger kids, so it's mm-hmm. a little it's, – sure. it's, it's more of like – spurts yep, rather yep. than in-depth conversations. Right, right. So for some of our parents out there, this you may need to sit down and have a talk. But for others, hey, it, you know how like you like to create and draw and do these things? Yeah, I love that. 
God created and he made you creative and he wants you to use that creativity um, Mm -hmm. as he designed you to. Okay, cool. And then you go about your life. But on purpose, what's the phrase? In season, out of season? Yeah. Kind of a thing? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, one of the ways when we can teach kids is when we mess up and say, you know, I kind of blew this and here's why. Yeah. Uh, Then we can say, hey, we're doing this as a family and here's why. You know, I've taught my kids what the word hospitality means, love of stranger. So here's why we're having someone over for Thanksgiving dinner with us who isn't part of our, you know, genetic family. Yeah. Because the Lord wants us to love people and we have this opportunity to love people. So here's why we do what we do. And then we do it uh, together as a family. The the more we can bring kids on board that and even to get their buy-in for here's why we're doing a family thing. Here's why we're going to read scripture. Here's why we're going to pray tonight. Here's why we're caring for someone. It's because the Lord has called us to that. So we're teaching them every chance we get. With Christmas season coming up, my family, we do Advent. And we have 24 days where my children get to open letters. And they open the letter, and it's always a little lesson about Jesus and how we now do that during this time period. We also light the candle. We put them up. We do together. They get to strike the match. And because this has meaning, this becomes the lesson. It's not about the letter. It's not about the candle. It's about pointing us towards Christ. So if you're thinking, hey, how can I do that with this upcoming season? Here's a great example. On purpose, point your family towards Christ during the holiday seasons, which can Mm. be hard, especially in today's world. It can be. One of the things I appreciate most about my parents is they made an intentional effort to care for kids that lacked a strong family structure. Mm -hmm. And I remember walking outside one time and there was a, a, a boy who was at our house and my dad was rebounding the basketball and passing the ball back to him for him to shoot, just like my dad would do for me. Mm. And I, I've just remembered that moment all of my life. That, and I realized my dad is caring for him as a father. My dad doesn't have that responsibility, per se, as being that boy's dad. He was not. But the boy ate dinner with us. And then that became a pattern where that boy would spend some time at our house. And I only knew a little bit of the situation then. I learned more about it later. But if there's one thing that's true in my life that my family knows is I have a deep heart and passion for kids without a dad in their life. And Mm. so that's, but I think that all stems from that moment I walked outside and saw my dad doing that. So my dad taught me a lesson in that moment that I've always remembered. I haven't always done well with that, but I've always remembered that and it's made a, a big difference in my life. So again, he wasn't necessarily even trying to teach me a lesson, but he did because he was following the Lord. And then he took advantage of that years later to say, you know, here's why we were doing that. Here's yeah. what was going on. So look for those chances to just follow the Lord, and those will rub off on your kids as well. Because whether we like it or not, parents have more time and influence with their kids than any other person or organization. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's not even close. Yep. With one caveat. Make sure you have more time with your kids than social media does. Yep. Because that is one of my concerns about social media is I don't want my kids to be formed by the influences yeah. wherever. And so I would encourage you to limit those things yep. because you want them to be formed by you more yep. than some stranger who does not care for them. Right. Yep. And your, your, your kids need you and they need you to teach them with your words and your actions and your influence because... You are their parent. That doesn't mean you're perfect. That doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes here and there. It doesn't mean you won't need to repent or say, will you forgive me? But you are the primary influencer of their life. 
Yeah. Yep. So what a great privilege and a great blessing and a great responsibility. So let me just echo this back again with a question for you. Uh, Are you teaching your kids every chance you get? If you're not, how can you build in some structured time with them, even if it's just a few moments during the day? And then how can you look for other times in your life uh, to, to teach them when you're just going throughout the day? I'm Taylor. And I'm Brian. And this is the Echo Podcast. Where we are looking for truth in the noise. We'll see you next time with part three.